0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX d podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, of course known as your mayor of PHNX, and I'm joined by my vice mayor, my friend, and
1: co-host, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. We have baseball news, Derek. We have some things that actually happened over the weekend, and I've just been growing impatient the last forty-eight hours because we haven't had a podcast uh, in in a couple days now, and and I'm ready to I'm ready to rock and roll. Jesse, at one point you said to me,
0: you said, Derek, I don't know how we're going to do five shows a week. I don't know how we're going to do this. And I think we have to do seven. You. We Here have you to are. do you seven. Were like- texting me over the course of the weekend you wanted to you wanted to do a special emergency podcast all because we (laughs) had something to talk about it's exciting because we have been doing so little uh, or so much With so little. But of course, we actually have some stuff to talk about. Before we get to that, I have to remind you that this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, you can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. And you can also bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. Uh, and that's on top of whatever you bet. So if you didn't get in on these uh, super good brand new customer options last week, now's the time to do it. Now you didn't, you didn't miss out. If you didn't do it, you have another chance to do it. Uh, you procrastinated and uh, you're lucky because the opportunity is still around, but Of course, go get on the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX to get that $200, $280, excuse me, in free bets for betting just $5 or more on any team to win should they win their game. Jesse, yes, we have. Of course, we go away for a weekend. We relax. We take some time off. I drank some whiskey and wrote an article about Yasmani Tomas that made me angrier than it really should have (laughs) uh but uh while that while we were doing that while we were enjoying the time off of course there is baseball news happening we are going to push some of that off because of course baseball news doesn't just happen every day around these parts so we gotta (laughs) we gotta sandbag it a little bit but we are going to discuss some of it uh but you know today today is A special day of the week it's not just any day around here on the phnx uh, d podcast of course today is monday and on mondays jesse you know what we do we go to the mailbag always something interesting in my mailbox i try to get to everything in my mailbox and then once in a while there's a letter that makes me go wow wow my mailbox something interesting in yes. time Trying to go to, to the, the mailbox it's another mailbag monday i am <laughs> cracking open a four peaks brewing company redbird lager in honor of our arizona cardinals they're going to go into la and trounce the rams and move on to the round. and they later are going today to later smash. today that is later today and i i wish them nothing but the best uh and i hope that they go smash tom brady too who Uh, really should have the police called on him for what he did to the Eagles secondary today, but that's neither here nor there because we Jesse are going to go to our mailbag. We're going to talk about our sport. We're going to talk about baseball and we got, we got some pretty good questions. We got some pretty good questions this week. We thank you guys. Of course, as always, Uh, we got a couple from our guy, Jim Marshall, at Baseballed AZ. I got one from him from last week and one from this week that I have to get to. Uh, Of course, he always asks some great questions, and his first question, Jesse, was how important do you think the Jeff Bannister hiring as bench coach will be? Uh, He's known for his work with younger players. Now, first of all, I, I feel like we've talked about this quite a bit. I still can't get over how excited I am about this coaching staff, but I think we have talked a lot about Joe Mather and Brent Strom when it comes to their impact on the team and even though we we did have uh Jeff Bannister on the show I don't know if we've talked as much about what his impact on this team is going to be as bench coach. Uh I I know I personally feel like he is going to be just a an advisor to Tory Lavolo for for Lavolo to uh, you know, have have another point of view, have another baseball mind who's capable of managing a professional MLB team. Uh, give his opinion, give his two cents. I feel, based on knowing Tory Lavola as long as I have, that he is the type of guy that's willing to listen to input from people with, uh, you know, especially that that want to provide that input. Right. I, I don't know if his prior bench coach was really involved in the process of his managerial decisions as much as banister might end up being
1: banister is just a i mean we 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 talked with him on the on the podcast right if if any of our listeners right now uh miss that show i think it's one of the most fun shows that we've done uh, over these last few months uh jeff banister was a, a terrific interview uh, i felt like we had to like uh, we had to like force him to leave almost at the end because the interview was was going long and we didn't want to take too much of his time. But he was. We just... had to force ourselves to stop talking to him. Yeah, that's yeah, happened. that's that's kind of what happened. I but, wanted yeah, to invite was...
0: him to come be the third member of this podcast. Jesse said that's a bad idea. His plate is full. <laughs> I was like, all he could say is no. Let's put the invite out there. He seems like he's into <laughs> this, right? But we didn't invite um... him on to be the permanent host. But. I think, of course, that's because he he is going to be busy as bench coach. Uh, unfortunately, not going to be able to be a, a co-host on this show. I, I I did want to you know talk about his you know impact on the young players though, right? Like yeah, uh, yeah. You know his I think his impact on the young players. You know, of course, obviously on the existing players, that's great. But you know, uh, like Jim said, his he's known for working with young players, and that's exactly what the Arizona Diamondbacks are focusing on going forward.
1: They have a lot. Right. I mean, I mean, that's what their success in 2022 hinges on. It's it's less so, you know, I mean, part of this is going to be, you know, can guys like Madison Bumgarner bounce back Can David Peralta have a solid walk year? can Nick Ahmed bounce back. But more than anything, I think we all understand about this baseball team that their success hinges more than anything on. On the success of those young players, right? It's it's Josh Rojas, it's Paven Smith, it's Geraldo Perdomo coming up and, and making some noise. It's uh, you know, hopefully Catel Marte being able to, to stay on the field, which I, I guess is a bit of a different matter. But uh, but yeah, I mean this is sort of what Jeff Bannister has uh, created. That's how he's created a name for himself, right? He has uh, a terrific reputation, as you as you mentioned, as Jim mentioned, uh working with those younger guys and I think it. I mean, it just couldn't be a better fit for this organization. Is as we've said, right? Coming into a year where so many of those young players are going to be in the spotlight, right? I, I think the Diamondbacks are going to be a lot faster to move on from the veteran, give the younger player an opportunity this next year. And Jeff Banister, you know, is here to hopefully help the team get every little bit out of each of those players that they can.
0: And I, I again, I think that there are going to be circumstances where Jeff Bannister is going to be valuable to obviously for his tutelage. But I, I don't know, man. I, I think sometimes it's uh, <laughs> it, it's the difference of having bad friends or good friends, right? Like sometimes when you have good friends in life, they help you make the right decisions. Sometimes when you have bad friends, they don't they don't really care. Or you might not necessarily turn to them for, for their advice, right. Or if you don't trust those people, you might not rely on them for their advice. I think Tori Lavallo, I, I have no idea what his relationship with his bench coach was in the past, but I, I think there's a different level of trust with someone like Bannister. I think there's yeah. a different level of listening to someone like him. Uh, and, and again, having, you know, more than one kind of smart baseball mind in that dugout seems like, like a good thing, especially when the person that's leading this team, the manager, Lavallo, is open to other people's thoughts and ideas, does seem like the kind of person that is a collaborator, right, more than necessarily like a dictator. He definitely seems like the kind of guy that uh, really would take into consideration other people's opinions on, you know, big in, in big maybe high-pressure situations during games. So it's going to be interesting to see the impact that Bannister not only has on the young players coming up, but on Tory
1: Lovello's managing of, of baseball games. Jeff Bannister, I mean, for me, what really stands out, maybe even more than his experience with the Rangers when he was the manager, but he was the bench coach in Pittsburgh for a number of years when they had a number of young players coming up. And yeah. I think way back when, when this hire first happened, Tori Lavello pointed to that as one, Aspect of Bannister's resume that really stuck out to him that really made him, uh, you know, an attractive option for this opening that the Diamondbacks had. Uh, And yeah, you know, in the same way that Andrew McCutcheon and Garrett Cole and you know, some of those pirates that turned out to be great players, uh, you know, in the same way that they thrived under Bannister, hopefully the Diamondbacks uh, can get similar results with some of their young guys.
0: I love it. Well, Jim has another question. We're going to get to that shortly, but again, I just want to remind everybody to go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're a new customer, especially if you're an existing customer, you, you already, uh, you already know what you're doing, right? But if you're a new customer, I get it. Uh, you, you need to go over there. You need to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. First time customers are going to get a deal of the century, uh, better, best deal of the season. As far as the NFL goes, uh, right now with the, uh, the divisional round here. New customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game, and should they win their game, you will win two hundred and eighty dollars in free bets using our code of PHNX. Uh, you'll also get fifty-six to one odds for Super Bowl fifty-six. That's crazy odds. Crazy odds boost. Uh, get in there, make your make your bet, win your money, uh, and then take your money and and. Go maybe you know have yourself a Super Bowl party once that comes around. Uh, not a new customer, you can still get in on the action with divisional round same game parlays. I've been doing that. I got a seven round or seven leg uh, same game parlay going on right now, right now as we speak uh, for tonight's Arizona Cardinals game. I have uh, all the confidence in the world in our Arizona Cardinals, uh, and of course I had to add some extra legs in there because if you combine multiple bets. Uh, from the same game you'll get a bigger payout more legs you add more money you win it's that simple DraftKings is safe secure and reliable best of all you can deposit withdraw your cash whenever you want I won this weekend I took that money out I left just enough money in there for me to get that same game parlay going for for tonight uh, the Arizona Cardinals versus the Rams and I'm excited Once I get that money, it's going to pay for my little trip over to Washington, D.C. this week. But uh, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code of PHNX and get those 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. You can bet $5 and win $280 in free bets if your team wins. And you'll get your payout on top of that $280 in free bets. That's promo code PHNX for those 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Twenty-one and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Dial one eight hundred next step. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. And of course, uh, our friend, like I said, Jim Marshall. He has another question. Uh, and his question this week was: Is Jake McCarthy still a player to watch for in twenty twenty two? And I find that to be an interesting question because Jesse, I want to first ask you: uh, Is Jake McCarthy a player to watch period.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think so. I mean, the Diamondbacks need someone to play center field, right? I mean, you, Correct. you kind of, you kind of have to do that. Uh, we don't think it's going to be could Marte at this point. Uh, I think we feel pretty confident saying he's at least going to play the majority of his time at second base. Uh, I think Dalton Varsho will still get some opportunity in center field. He was pretty solid there last year. Um, but I don't know if they want either of those guys to be full-time options at this point. And as of right now, Derek, I mean, we talked last week about how the team probably isn't done. Uh, once the lockout ends, we expect them to make a few more moves. Maybe center field is one of them. Uh, but as of now, Jake McCarthy is really the only other, you know, viable center field option. And he's probably the best center fielder defensively that they have right now. Um, And and I think that's going to be really important for them because the Diamondbacks have stressed that defense is going to be a big thing for them in 2022. They do not want to finish at the very bottom of the defensive rankings uh, like they did this past season. Right. Um, And and Jake McCarthy, as of right now, is is at the top of that list, I think. And, you know, he gives you uh, some speed on the base paths. We saw him showcase that last year. He handled the bat reasonably well uh, in a short stint of at the end of last season. So yeah, I think McCarthy will totally be in the mix. Uh, ultimately he's probably more of a fourth outfielder in, in the end, but it's, it's not out of the question he could get a, a lot of opportunity in center and and maybe he, he finds a way to, to stick out there.
0: Jake McCarthy is, uh, a solid, I in, in pro wrestling, we would say he's a, he's a good hand right he's not going to be a superstar i don't feel like he's going to be somebody that's going to necessarily be their every day starter but he's sure. a solid baseball player that came up especially during a time where the ba- where where the team needed someone to fill you know fill a, a gap that they currently had you know fill a, a loss that they had due to injury and he was good enough in center field to allow them to remove could tell Marte from that situation, right? He ended up leading the, the club with three outfield assists when all was said and done. Uh, he hit in nine. I think he went, went hit for 10 in Latin uh, had a hit in 10 of his last 16 games. So he, he fi- finished the season strong. I think more than anything though, there's not a lot of pressure there for him to be some sort of, or, or live up to some sort of expectations right 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 uh, I I talked about my piece with the Osmani Tomas and I felt like part of the problem with Tomas was the expectations that were set right not only by his agent but by the team and the way they talked about him by his contract and the size of it right sometimes when a big deal is made by somebody even if they are a decent baseball player it still looks like they're mediocre to bad because they're not living up to this great hype that they were going to be this amazing, you know, slugger and uh, you know, just incredible hitter at the plate. Uh, Jake right. McCarthy kind of came out of nowhere for this team. I don't even think a lot of people realized he was even out there in center field, you know. So like he was just, he was just there, but he did a good job in Reno. He actually led all of minor league in triples last season. So again, a solid baseball player and somebody who easily could progress and, and continue to get better. I, I think that's the thing now when I've analyzed baseball players throughout their career is the good baseball players have, a, have you know, an arc, right? Where you can see them get good, then they achieve a, a certain level of success and they're able to kind of maintain that for a, a couple of seasons before they have the downturn, right? But to be honest, the average baseball player kind of just has a peak here or there and then the rest kind of is mediocre to bad. So a lot of times it's, it's a, and then the great ones obviously have that big plateau where they get up to being the, at a certain level and then can just maintain it throughout the majority of sure. their career before they start to, you know, kind of trail off and, and see their performance, you know, not be what it once was. Right. Um, so the thing I'm excited about going back to the question with the coaching staff is to see, what this coaching staff now assembled around Lavolo and the D backs can do to get the most out of some of these guys. Right. It's like someone like Jake McCarthy. He, I joked about him being a good hand and not a superstar, not a name brand or, you know, not a, not a, not a big name. Who knows what he could be.
1: Right, yeah, but he's only twenty four he's he's a reasonably young guy to I mean exactly. he's not gonna be twenty five until July, so he's he's still you know a reasonably young player and and certainly has a lot of room to improve and covering this team, man, I felt Lavolo's frustration when he talked about players not stepping up
0: to the opportunity, right? It was yeah. like baseball players in a minor league level would kill for a situation like what was going on with the Diamondbacks last season. It wasn't great because it was chaotic, but it was great if you're one of those guys who really feels like if you were given an opportunity, you could shine. There wasn't a lot of guys coming up from the minor leagues that had this aggressive grab-the-brass-ring kind of attitude about the opportunity. And that's sure. what Lavallo had said he was looking for on more than one occasion. It, it was it, It's almost like he wasn't even looking for it. It was like he needed it to help the ball club at a major league level be able to – go out there and be reasonably competitive uh, due to the number of injuries they experience. I will say that Jake McCarthy is one of the few guys uh, that, that did that, that came up at, at a, you know, at the major league level and, and took an opportunity, probably didn't have very much expected out of him and did a good job, at least a good enough job to kind of win the position over for the remainder of the year and, and be there for the diamondbacks in center field when they needed someone to fill that position. I don't know what yeah. his long term, you know, I, I don't know what his ceiling is. I, I feel like that, again, the the fact that there aren't very high expectations allows him to not have that level of pressure against him that
1: someone like Yasmani Tomas had against him. Sure. The one the one I think issue that Jake McCarthy might have is that he is left handed. And the Diamondbacks have a lot of left-handed hitters, yeah. right? Yeah, David right. Peralta, Paven Smith, Josh Rojas, Catell's a switch hitter, um, and Alec Thomas. Uh, you know the list goes on of of guys we expect to see in twenty twenty two who are uh, who are lefties. So that's the one thing that might that might be a uh, a deterrent for for McCarthy, and you know. The team will need some some more right-handed guys coming in off the bench, but certainly right now, I mean, they need someone to, to play center field, like I said, and and Jake McCarthy is is in my mind pretty much the best option for that, um, unless you want to put Dalton Varsho out there every day, which I don't. I, I would be pretty surprised if the Diamondbacks went in that direction.
0: Um, and that that brings us definitely to our final question when it comes to uh, that need as far as positions go and what the diamondbacks are going to do but of course Jesse before we do that I've talked about my article on uh, gophnx.com so I have to let everybody know go over to gophnx.com right now sign up to become a member you can become an annual member you'll get your free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com and of course you will get access to our entire uh, our entire catalog of wonderful written pieces as well as other uh, membership perks uh, but I do have that piece over there Anya's Mani Tomas and to be honest it was kind of interesting to really start digging into the concept of what was going on with Major League Baseball at the time and uh, again it's kind of weird because going to international markets especially the Caribbean places like uh, Puerto Rico the Dominican Republic uh, all of that right now on the cusp of international signing the international signing period just kicked off for MLB yeah. and it's Uh, You know, there's been a ton of signings, which we're going to talk about. But, you know, this this actually looking back on it, it's it was I guess it wasn't as much of a trend as much as once Cuban players started defecting from Cuba and coming over players that had shown that they had so much promise. I think the thought process with MLB teams were if they were that good under that situation, imagine how good they can be here in the United States in such a better situation, right? Like a better situation, a better life. And you started to see these guys come over and just suddenly become, you know, the the talk of the league. It doesn't, it, it really doesn't, um, looking back on it it, it, it doesn't make the Diamondbacks look as bad for pursuing him in my mind. Uh, at least I kind of really looked at them, <coughs> excuse me, as being, just really kind of like short-sighted in, in in signing an unproven talent. But I found tweets from people that were reporters or blogs of other teams. And there were a lot of people that were mad that at their team, their respective team, no matter what team it was for not getting Yisman Tomas at the time, they were actually mad because they felt like the Arizona diamondbacks Uh, had kind of gotten him for a steal compared to what a lot of people thought Yasmani Tomas was going to be signed for by a team. It's all like a bizarro crazy world to me now, looking back on it in retrospect, knowing what we know. But at the time, it really wasn't seen as being this ludicrous of a deal, despite the fact that Yasmani Tomas was the highest paid position player in Arizona Diamondbacks history. Right? So, uh, but again, you got to go read the piece to get the rest of it. I'm I'm teasing you on that much. That's how much I'm going to give you, but go, go (laughs) phnx.com sign up to become a member. If you don't want to become an annual member, you can get the month to month option and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents, but you're missing out on the free t-shirt. I know after you get your first month, you're going to say, what am I doing? I need to stick around for the full year. So just, save yourself that first 50 cents. Get yourself the annual membership. Get yourself the free t-shirt. Not this one I'm wearing. Yes, I am wearing the Coyotes cutout one again, just so I could brag on this show about the fact that it's sold out and that you can't currently purchase it. But there are many other shirts that you can purchase. And trust me, this one will be back. But get the shirts. Don't forget, pick up a $5 sticker pack. You're not going to be disappointed that you did. It's an incredible sticker pack no matter what team you root for. And if you root for all the teams, then that's not very much to get all the sticker packs. You can get all of them. But yeah, go over to gophnx.com, sign up to become a member and get that free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com. Jesse, our last question of course is about our international signing day. And yes, today is the start of international uh, kickoff of international signing for the Major League Baseball. Uh, actually, it had been shortened previously due to the pandemic, but this is the first year that they returned it uh, to its earlier time, and it pretty much runs the entire year. There is like a month period of time that isn't international signing period when it comes to baseball, but that did not stop. Uh, MLB teams from immediately going out there and making some big deals, including uh, the biggest international top prospect was immediately scooped up by the Yankees because of course he was. Uh, But the question (laughs) from our friend Spencer O'Gara uh, at Spencer underscore O'Gara asks uh, with all the international signings, in your opinions, uh, did we land any para inciarte, Perdomo Robinson types? And would you prefer tweaks to the Mm. current system or an international draft with the new CBA. And yeah, that's a great question because of course, uh, it is a situation where, you know, the rich get richer and the teams, uh, you know, like a a team like the Yankees is of course able, uh, you know, to land the number one prospect Roderick Arias. Uh, but, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, again, it's kind of a weird situation. The Diamondbacks, uh, Agreed to a deal with shortstop prospect uh, Abdidas de la Cruz for 1.2 million. He is a 17-year-old from the Dominican Republic, and he's currently ranked the number 36th ranked international prospect by MLB.com on their top 50 international prospects list. Six foot three, 170 pounds. Bats from the right side. Jesse. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> there you go. He's got a lot of power. And uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, they do have uh, that uh, the complex at Las Americas um, that they opened in 2020, and that's in the Dominican Republic. So uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, they have the the host site for MLB's Trainer Partnership Program, and that is exactly where they are based out of to scout talent and and see – local talent in the Dominican Republic. So they're very familiar with Dominican talent. And uh, I, I think they're probably pretty happy with being able to nab at least one of the top 50 international prospects.
1: He seems like a, yeah, a good, a good pick. And, uh, and to Spencer's question, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard to make comps for, you know, a 17 year old kid who's, sure. who's going to have to, you know, hone his skills in the minors for probably quite a few years, but, uh, Geraldo Perdomo is probably not a horrible comp, uh, just because Perdomo is a similar size. I believe Perdomo is also around 6'2", 6'3. Um, and I think you could kind of see either of those two guys, uh, getting into some power a little bit later in their career. Uh, right now, De La Cruz, you mentioned he does have some power. It's probably more gap power at this point, uh, with maybe some, some hope to, to develop that over. Over time, Uh, his frame is pretty projectable, uh, given the fact that he is 6'3". He's only 170 pounds so far. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is is an exciting time because obviously we have baseball news, uh, which in general is exciting. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, the Diamondbacks, something happened. There you go. Uh, But the Diamondbacks did uh, bring in a number of players. Um, It's not just De La Cruz. Uh, They also brought in Gerald Nin as a shortstop, also out of the Dominican Republic. Uh, De La Cruz signed for $1.2 million, uh, which is a pretty decent signing bonus. Uh, You mentioned he was 36th out of the top 50 um, on, uh, I think it was MLB Pipeline who put out that list. Uh, But yeah, uh, to the other question about, um, you know, just the process of how uh, this international signing period works. One thing I will throw out there, the Diamondbacks actually have as much to spend as any team. Uh, the Yankees, I believe, have less to spend than the Diamondbacks do. It's all based yeah. on your your international uh, bonus pool, basically, that you're right. allotted the at the beginning of the process. The,
0: the D-backs had a pool of roughly million, 6.2 million.
1: Yeah, point um, Reserved for right.
0: teams who had
1: a uh, competitive balance round B pick in the previous MLB draft. Right, right. So most teams didn't actually have that much. So the Diamondbacks have as much as any team in baseball to spend. So this is one of few processes in in baseball that theoretically is maybe a little bit less prone to, you know, the big markets kind of taking everything over. But to your point, I I disagree with that,
0: though, Jesse, there's a big difference. And I think especially um, having lived in, in Puerto Rico, uh, not, not when I was little, but like when I was a sophomore in high school, I specifically remember every kid on that Island being a Yankees fan or a Mets fan, you know what I mean? So it's like, it, it was like Yankees pirates or Mets seem to be your choice. Now, uh, a lot of that is the influence of, you know, uh, great players and, and things like that on, on the, the people of the Island and, and, you know, sure. generations uh, it's, you know, when you're someplace that doesn't have a baseball team, you can pick wherever. But I think that again, it, it is an advantage of these big market teams because their fandom just stretches farther. Yeah. And when you grow up, yeah. you know, when you grow up a little kid, that's a fan of the Yankees. That's, that's your dream is to go you yeah. know, play for the Yankees. And when you have a choice, on to either play for the Arizona Diamondbacks or the New York Yankees, chances are nine times out of 10, you're going to take the team you're familiar with and the Yankees, right? Um, again, go, I, I love to throw out my pro wrestling metaphors and such on this uh, podcast about baseball, but it's like WWE, right? The WWF, the WWE, we as kids grew up watching it. Those of us that did and you know, you're know, fans of it. And some people make that decision to go be a wrestler and then they go work for that company and they find out it's just a terrible place to work. Right. And like <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a dream killer. You know, you go there and, and you find out that, uh, no matter how much you as a kid, you know, kind of put that place on a pedestal, you know, it might not actually be as great as you thought. Right. Uh, with it, it could be the same thing with baseball players, right? You, you not making the decision initially on, you know, which team to go to on, on, on factors like that, right. Other people's stories, maybe, sure. you know, bad experiences people had with that organization. You're going to go to the team that you always dreamt of. If, if given
1: that opportunity. Right, right. It's, that's very fair. It, so that's probably if anything, why this process is, is still a little bit broken. Uh, So yeah, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe a draft system as Spencer alluded to, I mean, maybe that would sort of mitigate this issue where, you know, if the Diamondbacks are picking first or whatever, then then they're going to be in a position to just kind of take whoever they want, uh, whereas this system relies on, you know, building relationships with players. Uh, sometimes these deals are reached uh, really even a year or more before they're official sure. or they're made official. Right. Um, because you're cultivating relationships with these guys for a long period of time before you officially bring them in. So right. yeah, a, a draft which, might kind of mess with that system a little bit, but.
0: Which again, even what the Arizona Diamondbacks are doing, which isn't a bad thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's an absolutely wonderful thing to have this complex in the Dominican Republic. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you look at it from a business perspective of uh, making your baseball Team, your baseball franchise better. It, it's not there for charity purposes, it's there to establish that relationship that you're talking about. With the hopes that players that come through there and develop through the Diamondbacks, you know, training facility there in the Dominican Republic through their academy, then want to go on and be a part of the Diamondbacks organization. Right? They now have that desire, that's their dream, instead of the dream of you know, watching Yankees on TV and wanting to be a Yankee. You are participating in this, you know, academy that this, you know, organization set up in your country. And now you want to be a part of that organization one time. That's your dream. It's, right. a, long, it's a long-term goal because they just opened this facility in 2020. But the hope is with the way things are set up now that they can that that can help them establish those relationships that you're talking about. A draft yeah. just seems entirely too fair at this point. Jesse, that seems too that <laughs> makes too much sense. This whole thing doesn't make sense that it's all
1: automatically like a signing whoever agrees to it, right? Imagine like if they said, did a draft for like for like free agency and and you just had to like and somehow money was no uh, object. Like you were required to just put out the uh, money. So yeah. Diamondbacks well, I mean, get the first overall pick. Who do you want? Oh, uh, give, give me Mike drought Give me Goldsmith back.
0: I don't know. Give me Mark. I want ages, Scherzer. Give me Scherzer. I want okay, Scherzer back. Give me Scherzer back. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I but I mean I feel like this is different because I feel this system with the international prospects is like them like the draft right these are players that have never played in the minor league we're talking about yeah. 17 year old 18 year old kids uh that yeah. probably have like you said if, if not the same uh process that still to go through that that a kid coming out of high school has to go through perhaps even longer because you also have the fact that you need to acclimate to the united states away from the country that you've lived in your entire life Right. To you know this versus a kid that lives here in Peoria, all of a sudden now is a member of the Diamondbacks organization. Much different experiences there, right? As far as uh, the, t- the timetable on getting that person up to speed and and feeling comfortable and being, uh, you know, a productive baseball player, which is the goal of this entire you know thing. I, I will yeah. say though that uh, I think that some tweaks are needed to everything within the process for MLB. It's so weird that baseball to me, I mean, don't get me wrong. Hockey has a a kind of a different process as well. It's not the same as some of the other major sports, but baseball just literally when it comes to so much does its own thing. And all the other sports have a very similar structure when it comes to what they're doing, you know, Uh, and the impact young players make, uh, making them actually go to college Versus this weird, like, well, we can draft you out of high school and then you can decide once you're drafted that you don't want to go to that team. And then you could go back and go to college and then come back in the draft. Like that entire process is ridiculous. And I I, I don't know. It Just everything with baseball seems to never fit what makes sense with sports. What other sports are doing. Well, other other sports don't
1: have. 40 rounds in their draft normally That's right valid point <laughs> it's, it's sort of a different yeah. uh i mean the nba has two rounds right so it's and it's
0: and, and one maybe team. maybe one minor league organization if anything tied right yeah to the, the major league, league organization which still right.
1: confuses me about basketball because the suns somehow just like relinquished their g-league team which i don't know exactly how that works like you can just kind of get rid of it uh Uh, we don't want to do that anymore we're done yeah, yeah yeah it's weird like some teams have them and some teams don't but baseball just has this massive conglomeration of minor league players and there's you know even after the system was was significantly um made smaller recently right every team lost a team or two from their minor league system even after that i mean there's still about five teams tied to every organization and having to roster that many players you kind of need a like some some differences in, in some ways from how other sports operate but I'm with you there are probably some things that baseball could learn from from how the other sports operate like a salary cap which is probably never going to happen but Here we are.
0: (laughs) And it's so weird, the baseball ecosystem, because when you talk about those five teams, we talked a few weeks ago about baseball being sued about certain teams because they were dropped from the minor league system. And, you know, again, there's this entire other ecosystem of jobs and teams and such that all revolve around the minor league system. And their entire purpose is just to kind of, have baseball games for these younger guys so that the big league club can determine who they want to pick and right. choose from. Right. right. Like, but it's, it's become its own very important thing. So, you know, even getting rid of the minor league system as a whole would be a huge problem because of how big it is. Right. And how many yeah. teams, you know,
1: how many, you know,
0: ballpark, and there's and no, like you just can stuff.
1: You just can't because in I mean, basketball, the difference between college and NBA is a lot smaller than the difference between college baseball and major or especially high school baseball and major league baseball. Like if you're coming out of high school, I mean, you need you need several years playing somewhere before you're ready and coming out of college, you know, because you're because baseball teams have to draft so many players. A lot of the college players that bring over aren't majorly ready after a season, you know, whereas in the NBA, if you're only if you only have two rounds that you're picking the best basketball players from the country, those guys are probably going to be able to make that transition a lot sooner. So it's really a very different situation that that baseball is dealing with.
0: I guess another option would be for the international players to just go into the normal draft, which is what essentially international players do in the nba right like they just they're just in the draft they're draft eligible and the team can choose them that's true
1: yeah i mean that wouldn't that would probably be that would maybe be the most sensible option out of outside of what is currently oh well then
0: screw that shit jesse we're not this is baseball we're not sensible in baseball we're we make jackass decisions around here (laughs) all right all right, well, we appreciate your guys' questions again. We thank you so much. We couldn't do Mailbag Monday without you. And again, we look forward to doing this again next week. Uh, and also, we look forward to sandbagging some other stuff we have to talk about because this has been uh, quite the off season. And uh, to actually have things to talk about, I'm with Jesse. I, I, I almost need to do an emergency podcast throughout the weekend. But instead, I enjoyed my weekend. I hope you guys did too. Uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and I hope the Arizona Cardinals kick some motherfucking ass over in SoFi Stadium. I know our PHNX Cardinals team is out there covering it. It's great to see the ladies out there, uh, and I'm excited yeah. for a big win tonight. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore d but of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports and that is on facebook instagram and twitter Uh, you guys can also listen to us on any of your favorite audio podcast apps leave us a five-star review subscribe to us on those apps go over to youtube subscribe there sign up for notifications uh, that way you don't miss any of the content put out by the phnx team especially on an important day like this win or lose we're going to be there covering Uh, the Arizona Cardinals season to the very end. So make sure you stick around with us. Uh, And, you know, of course, you know, the Suns are going to make a run once these playoffs come around. So get down on the PHNX underscore Suns as well. Uh, We thank you guys so much. We need you to go over to the PHNX Locker. Of course, uh, PHNXlocker.com. There's some amazing shirts. They're all great. I love them all. I own 75% of them, and I say that uh Truthfully and unashamed, because it's it's what I wear all the time now. So once you get these shirts, you'll realize they are the king of soft style. You won't want to stop wearing them, and you'll get them for all of your favorite Arizona teams. And of course, if you get a membership, that annual membership I was talking about earlier over at gophnx.com, you'll get one of those shirts for absolutely free. So I don't know what you're waiting for. Go over there, do that, then go over to you know the DraftKings sportsbook app, use our code of phnx, and then you'll get your money back that you spent on the subscription. And it's going to be a wash. You'll have a subscription. You'll have a free t-shirt. You'll have the story of the thing you bet on to win some money. And it'll be an amazing weekend for you. Uh, We thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you sticking around and sending us your questions for this Mailbag Monday. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you ask questions about baseball.